this time on Kawaii-Fi Radio, Crab Dante. There's this whole thing in science about how everything seems to be slowly evolving into crab. Oh, <laughs> yes! Everything evolves into Dante! Dante evolves into Crab Dante! Oh my god. We finally review I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. First things first, I want to talk about your pancreas. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> and we end up talking about Western sushi. My favourite is one called a Yakuza roll. It's uh, from the... Uh... It's poorly animated and only available on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Avalanche! Tetsuo! It's over 9,000! Nani? Konnichiwa and welcome. You're tuned in to another episode of Kawaii Radio, the podcast we dive in the world of anime and manga. I'm Kyle. Uh, I'm Luce. And uh, joining me are my co-hosts, Kenny, t I'm, I'm Lewis, and she's back, the wonderful Kira Lee! Hey. Hello, how are you doing? Great. Yeah. Yep, yep. Good yep. All good. You, you, Feels like I never left. You popped out a small parasite. Yes. And, yep. <laughs> yep. and now I have a little gremlin. You have a little gremlin, yes, yes. But yes, we're very glad that you survived your pregnancy ordeal and yes. are back with us to... Talk about wonderful, uplifting things <laughs> such as pancreas cancer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> guess what this episode's about? <laughs> yes. Look, um, before we get started, first things first. As we we've had to push back our dot hack episode for a couple of reasons. One, to give everyone time to actually watch it because it was a pain in the butt to track down. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I well, Aaron's not here. And Aaron is our guide for Dot Hack. He has played all the games and watched all the. It's the his baby. It's We've... his baby. We can't let him not be here for it. So he'll be back next episode, and we'll be driving diving into Dot Hack then. Um, so instead, we're going to talk about the wonderful, uplifting story that is "I Want to Eat Your Pancreas," and by that I mean the somber, <laughs> beautiful, and somewhat profound film that is "I Want to uh, Let Me Eat Your Pancreas" is the actual Japanese translation, mm. and then they tweaked it slightly. It's, uh, as far as, like, anime titles go, it's, um, it'll make you question things. So it's like, okay, what's this about? Well. Mm. Is this a Hannibal Lecter situation? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> but also kind of, yeah. It could be. It could be. It There's could a joke be. made about that. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. <laughs> You're not going to finish the, the lambs screaming? No. No, no one gets That's it. in the pre-show, and people need to go and listen to the pre-show and sign up to Patreon and do, do YouTuber plug. stuff. Look, I'm, I'm being a Look, YouTuber. Look, if you want to hear about Kenny's maid outfit, you need to go to the pre-show. That, that's all I'm going to say. I go into detail. And saucy bootleg figurines. Um, <laughs> very saucy. <laughs> very saucy. Um, also, a quick plug, if you are one of our regular listeners, we'd love it if you can recommend us to your anime-loving friends and leave us a review on iTunes if you get the chance. But let's get stuck in with what we've been watching. I have no idea how old I am or where I came from. Daddy! Hey guys! I gotta go! I just... I have to know! Hooray! I did that thing! Oni-chan, nani wo What we're watching. You know what? I've decided I'm going to remove the sting that was before that because it makes it way too long. Yeah. <laughs> we're no longer having a sting in between what we're watching and me saying we're going to talk about what we're watching. Right. I've, just, I've decided it now. It's happening. Those listening to the actual episode will be like, 
There was no sting there because I removed it in post. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, Kiralee! We get to go to you for as well. The look of horror on your face. <laughs> it's kind of like that look of uh, like horror of, have you done your homework? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you've had a couple of months to watch something. <laughs> Though yeah. you have been a bit preoccupied with the small gremlin. Um, what have you been watching in the past couple of months? Well, so I've been reading a lot of BL. And Ooh. so then I stumbled upon a BL anime, mm. which I'm quite excited about yes. finishing. I haven't quite finished it yet, ah. but um, yes. So this is Sasaki Tamiyano? Yes. Yes. And this, I think this was this year. Um, I'm yes. pretty sure. It's not I believe Early so. this year, mm. I yeah. believe. Actually, I think, I think the, it's like March. I think it was last season, but I think the dub is still going. Yeah. Because we do have delays on the dubs yes. at the moment. Um, and it's on Crunchy. Well, everything's on Crunchyroll yeah. or High Dive. That's, yeah. Yes, it's yeah. Uh, when he recommended it to us in the chat, I uh, went to YouTube and looked at like uh, yes. the craziest moments in the dub. Oh. The dub's voice acting is great. <laughs> it's, they've yeah. picked some yeah. real people with real character to do the, all the voices. And it's just yeah. like, okay, I want to know all these people's stories. Yeah, because I've been watching the dub rather than the sub because mm. of having kids, it's easier to watch. Yeah. And, you know, to yeah. keep Nine up. Them yeah. Here, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and because of kids as well, I've had to keep it very G-rated. <sighs> so, so um, That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Nonsense. Show this. them Vinland Saga and buy them a sword for Christmas. Oh goodness. Vinland Saga... <laughs> Okay, a bit violent, but I was going to say, no, no, show them harem in the dungeon of... L no. <laughs> <laughs> this is a PG podcast. <laughs> but what what have you found about it that you've enjoyed? Is it just really well written or is there some just really good moments in it? It's just it's just really beautiful just to watch um, like the two characters sort of like find each other and then grow the relationship because um, the... Main character, um, he's he's into BL. He mm -hmm. loves reading BL. And yeah. so he s saw a fight and he was going to break it up, but he didn't want to because he's like the short, small, uh, sort of petite guy. Yeah. Um, and then um, the partner came along and was like, you know, stay here, I'll go and fight. Sure, and yeah. he's the year above. And so they sort of get a friendship from that, um, but the older one falls in love with the little one and so it's this whole thing and they share Aww. BL between each other and it's so cute and it's when it's like the early stages of love where you get the butterflies Aww. and they actually illustrate the butterfly feeling Aww. and it's so beautiful. Okay. So I need to finish this then. Wholesome. I've watched the first three episodes and I think that's because that season was chockers. I didn't yeah. end up going back to it but now I'm, I'm going back to it because this season's not... <laughs> Bad. Not, not as loaded. Yeah. Like, I mean, look, there there's are a lot some, of sequels. There's a lot well, of sequels. And, yeah. and, and I do recommend the dub as well because yeah. it is really well done. Mm. It really is. Like, check it out on YouTube. Just like, <laughs> um, I have forgotten the title of this anime. Sasaki <laughs> Tamiano. Thank you. <laughs> like, See, this is why I have big note list. <laughs> check it out on YouTube and like, just look at yeah. bits of the dub. It is hilarious. Miano is the BL loving one. Yeah. And Sasaki so is, it... is the... Older one. So are they both? They're into, in high school. Yeah, but are they, they're both into boys, no. or the guy who's reading BL doesn't. So the really boy know. who's into BL, BL doesn't know that he likes, actually likes men, oh. and then Sasaki oh, he doesn't know that he also likes men, but then he sees, Ooh. 
him and thinks that he was a girl, but he's actually just a feminine boy. And then he realizes, oh, I actually like men. And, you know, Mm. the one who's into BL is coming to terms with that. Uh, Even though he's feeling those like love feelings yeah, that he illustrated, and it's just cute. so cute. <laughs> he's just going. I'm not sure what this is. I'm just going to kind of yeah. go with it and just see. Yeah, there was a side is. character I kept seeing in a bunch of the things I was watching. Uh, who's the like tall, dark-haired guy with the kind of the blue streak th- in his face? So head I am terrible with names, but um, he's <laughs> one of the older men's class classmates. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. and he has a girlfriend who's into BL. Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, one and of the things I saw. Like, I have seen things you couldn't yeah. possibly imagine. <laughs> I need. I, I'm loading up my mangarita because there is a BL title I read, which is oh. hilarious, oh. and it is a boy. I think it's called like I can't stop dressing as a girl or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it is so funny. Mm. Um, they. Oh, I'm gonna have to. I mean, the last one really I watched was uh, Given. That was oh, really? yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah. Oh, given, given was fantastic. Has anyone yeah. actually watched the film yet? Not um, yet. Oh, okay. Not yet. I've completely forgotten the film. Yeah. Hmm. The BL manga that I've been reading at the moment has been Pain Fight Island. So great. Another one. Another one. <laughs> it's so great. People keep High five. Hell yeah. Yes. It's hilarious. People keep talking about that. It's thing. so good. <laughs> it's amazingly funny. <laughs> um, it's called A Boy That Can't Stop Cross-Dressing. Yes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it starts off with him cross-dressing and he accidentally sends a picture of himself to his best friend. He was cursed by an evil witch. And, and now he's yeah. they end up getting together. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then he sends it, thinks he's sending another picture, which is saucy of him cross-dressing to the guy. And he accidentally sends it to their group chat. So his two <gasps> oh, other friends wow. also learn about it. And they go, no, you were actually pretty cute. It's <laughs> just like, wholesome. <laughs> just like, I keep expecting this to go off an awful cliff, but it just keeps staying wholesome. It's That's so good. good. Um, I don't know Weirdest can... harem anime ever. Yeah, well, look, I mean. I think Shumi Shop actually has the <gasps> book. I Ooh. think either Shumi Shop or Quality Comics, because I've seen it in store yeah. before. I've been meaning to go and find out where you can actually actually get it from because it's so funny it has no right being this funny um okay kenny yes dot hick what dot hack (laughs) (laughs) so you have out of all of us have actually started watching dot hack yeah yeah but uh uh i think i think i need to i think i made a mistake doing that Uh, i started with the dub Oh, and it's a, like an early two thousands job. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna start again and listen to it just the sub. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it hasn't been easy listening. No, <laughs> has it been two thousands Naruto bad listening? Uh, I wouldn't say it's that bad. Few things are. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, you're right, but you're not supposed to say it. Gosh, <laughs> yeah, it's um. It feels like it's only reading half the story to you and the character emotions do not come across right. <laughs> look, it's a, it's a product of its time. It's a relic of a bygone age. Yeah. So I can forgive it that much, but not much else. <laughs> <laughs> wow, harsh. Okay, other than that, though, Sto- interesting well, actual story. Story-wise, interesting. Yeah. Uh, animation for its time? Mm, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, not grating? No, no, no. Uh, 
it does, I feel like I can see this, and in retrospective, yeah, Sword Art did take a humongous amount of notes from this. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, cool. All right. Well, we will get into Dot Hack properly next episode um, because Aaron San has played all the games and has much to say about its upcoming 20th anniversary. We had a good chat about it at work, cool. and he showed me some of the latest stuff where the main character basically just turns into Dante from Devil May Cry. <laughs> Why does everyone either turn into Kirito or Dante? That's it, isn't it? Like... Uh, Kirito is a Dante tryhard anyway. <laughs> As I said. <laughs> Why does everyone turn into Dante? <laughs> it's like, uh, what was that? Uh, there's this whole thing in science about how everything seems to be slowly evolving into crab. Oh, yes. <laughs> everything evolves into Dante. Dante evolves into crab Dante. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, there's also like, you know, uh, the scale of magnitude repeats itself. So if you start down at the mm. cellular level and the more you go up and up and up, it starts repeating the same pattern of how things form. So. Actually, weird tangent. Uh, there is a further thing onto that whole everything evolves into crab horror story. Is it the crab rave? It's... Uh, no. <laughs> no, that's just the future. That's uh, year 3020. The 20s are always weird, man. Uh, but uh, no, this is... Um, so it turns out that everything evolves into crab, and then crab evolves into ferret. Oh, ferret. I don't... There is... There is a reasonable explanation for this, I'm certain, but I don't want there to be. It just sounds too bloody weird. Fair enough. <laughs> it's like Pokemon. Reject humanity. Like Return Pokemon. to ferret. <laughs> Return to ferret. But first, crab. <laughs> okay. Um, Tifa. You have been watching also a back catalogue title. Mm -hmm. It's to do with lavatories. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's spooky. It's toilet-bound Hanako-chan. What are you thinking? I think it's a lot of fun. Mm. I don't know what I was expecting when I went into it because I feel like it had a weird cult following similar mm. to Dankenrompa, so I thought it was not going to be yeah. that great. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it a bit of shade. <laughs> we um, just lost half our subscribers. I'm very Thank sorry. Um, but I really liked the art style mm. and for some reason this year, everywhere I've gone, I've seen the manga. Like yeah. every store, I've seen like the manga, manga volumes probably because there's more of them now than yeah. before, obviously. Um, and the art style was really interesting, so I wanted to watch the anime. And firstly, I really liked that. Um, it's so, got like, a very unique style. It does have a very unique yeah. style. It's kind of fun because it feels like a manga when you watch it, but it's very well animated. It's not still frames <laughs> it's, like it's, we keep talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's pretty good and pretty funny. I like that Hanako um, toilet bound Hanako was actually a boy instead of a girl like the traditional story because most of it is about traditional stories or legends of like ghost stories within um japan and Mm -hmm. then they kind of do a little bit of a spin on it as well um there was a different anime other side picnic or something like that that i thought was gonna be that's what i thought that was gonna be like but that ended up being very boring and this ended up being more fun than that so (laughs) which is so strange this is the uh, other side picnic one like it has all of the hallmarks of being something it does. like awesome and yeah. X-Filesy and crazy it really it really but did kind of doesn't yeah well it kind of just fizzled after three episodes exactly I, um, I agree I, I feel was, bad about I, that I realised that because uh, I think you were watching it that season I watched the first mm. three episodes we started watching episode four and went I'm just 
not feeling it. Yeah. It had interesting mm. ideas. It started like, yeah. well. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my God. What if this becomes the new, um, what is it, ghost stories? Oh, my God. Uh. It failed <laughs> in Japan. Oh no. And it's brought over here and it's just no. dubbed into oblivion. Ah, <laughs> uh, look. <laughs> uh, it, unfortunately, it already has a yeah, dub by Funimation. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I don't think we will actually see ever see a ghost stories again. Like yeah, that, no, because no, they now know that they can sell it international, even yeah. if it's bad, and Crunchyroll will buy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crunchyroll, you're well, bringing down the quality of well, weirdness. If Crunchyroll doesn't buy it, Netflix will. Yeah, yeah, that is <laughs> true. And they will torture it. Yeah. yeah. So I have some big news. I finished Naruto. Oh, oh wow! I finished Shippuden finally. Uh, yeah. How many years later? How about, how about Boruto though? <laughs> I, I haven't started Boruto yet. <laughs> Um, don't, don't, and don't, 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 just don't. Read the manga, don't, don't bother I, with the I'll anime. Pro- I'll probably, I'll, I'll watch it in Japanese, I won't watch it dubbed, and I'll just, Still don't watch I'll it. skip through it's it. It's got interesting <laughs> bits, kind of I'm just saying the manga, characters. like, the anime takes maybe 200 episodes to get to, like, chapter three of the manga. What? It's really bad. It's not good at I, all. I didn't even know that. That's... The, the, what? There's I'll a character. The yeah. yeah, there's a character <laughs> that I really love, um, Kawaki in um, mm, yeah. Boruto, who shows up in the first episode. You get this awesome um, fight scene in Boruto between him and Boruto, kind of like standoffish, mm. and that's when they're older. So you know that it's building up to that, but then you don't see that character for like 100 to 200 episodes in the anime. But in the manga, he comes in like 10 chapters later. What? He's like the big important character. He's, he's such a great character. His story is really interesting. So- so and Boruto just, yeah. is doing exactly what original Naruto did. Yeah. It does. We've they could have fixed arc. all their mistakes, but they, they did didn't. not. <laughs> Hang on a second. Just thinking about Kawaki. He's got kind of the uh, long coat thing going on, the kind of mm. the roguish, thuggish yeah. demeanor. The kind of the, the hair thing. He is, he is Naruto Dante. I also think that uh, Boruto himself is less annoying in the manga. I think in the anime, they butcher him completely. I think he's a pretty great character in the manga. Maybe that's controversial. I don't I mean, know. I can definitely believe <laughs> I just think they make him so whiny because they make that story between him and his dad and being like, oh, my dad's not home. Like... He's the hundred things. Hokage. Yeah, but like, so in the manga, right? It's like, oh yeah, my dad's not really home. It kind of like sucks. And Naruto's like, oh man, I never was raised by an actual parent, so I didn't know how to parent. And then Boruto realizes that, and the fact that what his dad does as Hokage, probably mm-hmm. like after twenty chapters, ten to twenty chapters, and he very quickly catches on. Like I yeah. think. Five chapters in, he's like, Whereas "Oh, okay, get, I'm what, starting two, to get this." Two hundred chapters of whining. My dad doesn't love me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like he does, though. <laughs> he really do. Um, but yeah, no. Um, I've still got, I think, a couple of filler episodes left. Oh um, yeah, but they're good filler episodes, not bad filler episodes. Um, so it's the the last couple of episodes of Naruto's wedding, oh. um, which is hilarious. Like I've just yeah. had the Rock Lee one. I'm like, what that? Yeah. Okay. So uh, what's next? You're going to start on One Piece. I have been wondering, but I if that was a joke, man. I feel like you can read the manga up to going, a certain point. If I was going to do One anime. Piece, I was going to do exactly that mm. uh, because mm. the anime is very dated. Mm-hmm. Like, no offense to those I that agree. enjoy it, I just find that like, and I'm someone who enjoys like 80s and 90s mm. anime. I still find it very difficult to watch. I have tried watching a few early episodes. I feel like once you get to the point where it's like maybe 2010, 2012, then mm. the animation changes a lot, and yeah. that's when it's a lot easier to watch oh. as well. Oh, that's right. No, because mm. I did remember um, people were saying like you've got like 
original mm. animation style, yeah. Luffy and all the crew, and then you've got new style yeah. or something like there's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. A, t- a specific term which is used mm. for it. Um, and uh, yeah, that made me go, oh, okay, that animation does look quite nice. Yeah. Um, but especially with One Piece Red coming out, I'm quite interested to know. I really want to go watch that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm, you know what? I'm going to read One Piece. Oh dear God. I'm putting it out there. Hell I'm read yeah. It. I'm not gonna... Look, someone on this he podcast has become one of them. <laughs> someone on this podcast is going soon. to is going to have to, you know, put themselves on the line. And Tifa's already done it, <laughs> but I'm going to join her in the suffering. Yes, <laughs> suffering. <laughs> this is how cults start. <laughs> yeah. But look, I mean, this is the thing. If it's a good story and there's no there's no filler, which mm. is like the I hate filler so much. I highly like, recommend them. The Naruto manga. and the curry of life. <laughs> oh my, don't get me started. Do not get me started. Like I love Rock Lee, but that story arc annoyed me so much. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, at the end of Naruto now, um, seen all the big finale, mm. lost arm, got an arm, changed animation mm-hmm. style into Brudo style, uh, mm. watched the last, which was fantastic. Oh, yeah. um, though mm-hmm. I do think um, Naruto should have been a bit more aware of Hinata seeing as, you know, she's already literally said to you, I love you, and then put her life on the line for it. Like, oh no, she's just a friend. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> like, we, we know you're dumb, but you that's, can't be that dumb, right? <laughs> like, that, that's like someone going, don't put your hand in front of that giant swinging blade, it will cut off your hand. <laughs> I lost my hand. <laughs> like, he's not that dumb. Yeah. He's, he's smarter than that. But look, I, I really enjoyed it, and it was once again as I as I love to bring up, it was the tail of the bamboo cutter. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's it's cool how they did that. Also, I just love it. it's like you know, yeah, Cubie's fighting on the moon. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a telescope pointed at the moon, and the Cubie is fighting on the moon. Uh, Why does everything uh, always end up on the moon? Why I not? I blame the Japanese. I blame uh, well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, I blame the Americans because they went there. <laughs> As I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV again and my character has just landed on the moon and needs Wait, no really? space suit. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. Really? No space suit. No space suit? There are bunny people on the moon! I mean, okay, that fits no, in with the whole... short ones. Yeah, no, that, that fits like, in with the whole, like, bunny on the moon thing from <laughs> Japanese mythos. Oh, I, I'm yeah. sure that's actually a thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I need to do a thing on that too. <laughs> a thing on everything. <laughs> a thing on everything. I also <laughs> still need to obtain six flying horses. Are you going to become Santa? Yes. <laughs> Is that what it's for? I don't, I don't know. I'll deliver packages of meat. <laughs> from no. your graveyard. Please uh, subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> exactly. I'm pushing it hard this yes, episode. I am now a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So look, let us know what you've been watching this fortnight in the comments section or over on the socials, whether that's something old or something new from this season. Um, obviously, try and keep it PG. We do know about the certain isekai series this season which used error boxes for its sensor bars this week which is hilarious um but uh come on be good <laughs> come on we don't want to get zooked um let us know uh what you think and uh yeah i think we should actually get on to something saddening Kawaii Fire radio we'll be there on time there's 20 minutes of ads cinema club so first things first i actually didn't realize i put the uh 
uh, a place for the universe sting right there, and it's perfect considering <laughs> how that ended and how this ends. Spoilers. <laughs> I mean, can can you really say spoilers for this one? They kind of uh, say in the first ten seconds. Yeah, my, my I mean friends. yes, but no. Like, yeah, I think you can still spoil it because yeah. it's like the way in which things happen. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, so she turns into Dante. Okay, first things first. I want to go around the table. Tifa, had you seen this before this week? No. Curly, had you seen it before this week? Yes. Yes. Kenny, the Venom cut. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and I had not. Okay, so. Kiralee, you knew what you were going into. Did you see it in the cinema? No. Okay. What did you think when you first saw it? It's just upsetting. Like, <laughs> it's just upsetting for me. Okay, well. I mean, it kind of is. It's like you know how it ends, sort of. But, uh, you just know, quick, but you don't know. I just realised I haven't said it. We're talking about I want to eat your pancreas. Just so, <laughs> just so I make that clear. All right, so this came out in 2018. It was student Studio Voln, V-O-L-N. Um, and that's actually an acronym for Visiting Old, Learn New. Um, and it's founded Ooh. by uh, ex-Madhouse producer and director Keiji Mita. Um, they haven't done a massive amount. Um, I think they've got about 12 different anime projects to their name. Um, but you honestly wouldn't credit that. It's like the animation in this, everything about it, from mm. sound design to animation, voice acting, it's all so crisp. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Mm. That, like, Considering it's, I guess, a slice-of-life drama sort of thing in a way, mm. the way that they move is so different, I feel yeah. like, as well, compared to normal animes in that genre. They're so fluid and everything is it's just good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I think the first thing I need to say is, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I asked everyone to watch this and not because it's bad, because this just hits hard. It's, it's wonderful. And, you know, at its heart, it's drama and relationship focused film. And you all know I'm a sap for romance and relationship films. So so. what's the story? Well, second film before we do that, this is definitely not a family movie, even though it's PG rated. Um, this has some pretty heavy themes, but it also has a theme which could be considered triggering for some people. So not suitable for very young viewers. I think if your kids are in their teens, yeah, it's fine. Um, It's just aware they're going to be crying for most of it. (laughs) So um, this is about a bookworm who's deeply detached from the world he resides in and is firmly convinced that no one has any interest in him. He then stumbles across a handwritten book titled Living with Dying While at the Hospital. This secret diary belongs to his popular bubbly classmate, Sakura Yamauchi, who confides in him about the pancreatic disease she is suffering from and her approaching death. His general disinterest of others means that he's the only person who has treated her no different upon learning her secret, with only her family aware of her condition and her friends being kept in the dark due to how it could impact their lives. Sakura won't leave the boy alone, however, finally having someone to share her secret with, and he eventually agrees to accompany her for her remaining days. He succumbs to Stockholm Syndrome. (laughs) Which isn't a real thing. As the duo spend time together, their bond strengthens, interweaving through their choices made with each passing day. Sakura's unpredictability turns the protagonist's passive way of life on its head, forcing him to look at what it truly means to be alive. I know you're mulling over me saying Stockholm Syndrome isn't a real thing. Okay, but how did they... Did they test this on a cat to see? (laughs) (laughs) On a cat? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about there? You need to sign up to the Patreons. (laughs) Oh, no. That's not where I saw that going. That's not where I saw that going either. Um, The... um, 
Stockholm Syndrome was uh, because everyone kept going, that seems like a How really How can they truly thing. test that, though? Yeah, I, I know, I right? Can... But it's the same thing as, like, an... Oh, this is going to go, like, way too deep into, like, psychological... Yeah. Like, um, if you live with an abuser and mm-hmm. you are the person that's being abused, you can still fall in love with them but not really fall in love with them and that would be considered Stockholm Syndrome, right? Because mm-hmm. a person that is abusive and is cruel to you and entraps you can still be kind and nice at the same time. So it's just kind of like... And that's how domestic violence also happens. So saying that, like, Stockholm Syndrome isn't... I don't see how you could measure that, you know? Yeah. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, look, this is the thing. So Stockholm Syndrome has not historically appeared in the Diagnostic and Statistic Manual, which is the widely used as a classification system for dis- psychological disorders. As many believe it actually falls under trauma bonding or post-traumatic stress disorder. It's no consensus about the ah. correct clarification. So the terminology yeah, that we... Real. Well, <laughs> it, the, the way they, expo- they mm. describe Stockholm Syndrome doesn't fit in with the okay. psychological classifications of how a coping mechanism works. There's no extensive body research or consensus to solve the argument and that's the problem and which is so no it's not i feel not like real. this is also like one of those things where this is going to end up getting too political but um yeah, yeah, yeah. um because most of the people that do this kind mm-hmm. of um research are male as yeah. well and it's usually females um in yeah, history that true, undergo stockholm syndrome mm. and are the ones that saying that they realize that they weren't in love or didn't care about mm. like all that all that kind of stuff because they're captor was male and the person was female and it becomes a way of survival as well and then you fall into the lie that you've been telling yourself to live and that becomes Stockholm Syndrome. So I feel like it's kind of hard to measure when there's so many different factors at play. No, you're right. So Jess Hill, 2019... In her 2019 treatise on domestic violence, See What You Made Me Do, Australian journalist Jess Hill described the syndrome as a dubious pathology with no diagnostic criteria and stated that it is riddled with misogyny and founded on a lie. She also noted that the 2008 literature review revealed most diagnoses of it are made by the media and not by psychologists or psychiatrists. Mm. So it's a term used outside of practice. In particular, Hill's analysis revealed that Stockholm authorities, under direct guidance from Bejerot, responded to the robbery, which this is the case of, in a way that put the hostages at greater risk from the police than from their captors, which uh, apparently led to the coining of the term. Mm. So it's like you're more worried about the person trying to rescue you is actually more dangerous than the person you're with, and Mm. that's where the idea came from. Mm. She observed that not only was Bejerot's diagnosis of Enmark made without ever having spoken to, to her. It was in direct response to her public criticism of his actions during the siege. Hostage Christian Enmark, who was during the siege, was granted a phone call with the Prime Minister, reported that Palm told her that the government would not negotiate with criminals and that you have to contend, you will have to contend yourself, that you will have to die at your post. Um, he was the military guy there, I'm guessing. Jesus. So basically, mm. the whole basis of it is based on the fact that a guy diagnosed a woman of it mm. without actually diagnosing her wow yeah um without ever actually doing it for her and based on his own perceived views you know I, that's I know really I messed this, up I, know I did this bit for like a joke but now Sorry. i also feel like i've learned something <laughs> <laughs> i wish i had a now you know stick <laughs> hey it's kyle here so i did a really bang up job of explaining this didn't i Because of this, we thought it would probably be prudent to explain some details regarding the myth of Stockholm Syndrome and how it's being used to discredit women. 
The term was invented by psychiatrist and police negotiator Niles Bedgerot in 1973 in Stockholm, and this was after hostage Christine Enmark criticised the actions of the police forces involved in the standoff with bank robbers. Bedgerot essentially used the term to discredit Enmark's criticism of how the police handled the incident, and he coined the term without ever having talked to her, a critical fallacy of the claimed diagnosis. It also led to Bejarot being employed by the FBI and other international groups working in hostage negotiation, and leading to the term being more widespread, along with it being used as a defence in the trial of Patty Hearst in 1974, only the year later. Stockholm Syndrome has since become a term the world treats as a real condition, despite it never having been classified as a disorder, along with having no criteria for diagnosing it, and not being used by the psychiatric profession. Additionally, calling it a syndrome is wrong, as a syndrome is defined as a set of medical signs and symptoms which are correlated with each other and often associated with a particular disease or disorder. It's not a disorder to try to use empathy to endear yourself towards a captor to ensure you survive. Its invention was a form of victim blaming to silence a woman's criticism of a man in power, and it tries to turn the choices the victim made to survive into a way to invalidate their views. The trauma they experienced is real, whether in a hostage situation, an abusive relationship, or a dangerous confrontation. And it takes a lot of courage and inner strength to survive these ordeals. To claim these survivors are suffering from a disorder due to surviving belittles the horrible events that they have had to overcome and misunderstands the psychology of survival. If someone's threatening your life, you are going to do everything you can to survive, and if that means endearing yourself to them, you're probably going to do it. I've included some links in the episode description showing how this idea is beginning to be challenged in recent years, starting in the 2010s. It's really worth the read to understand the term's dubious origins and how it's repeatedly used to invalidate women's criticisms of men in power. Back to the episode. We might need to stick a content warning. I mean, we're, yeah, we're talking uh, about an anime of someone dying tragically. Yeah, well, look, I mean... And now we're talking about really heavy and just... Well, look, we... we stuff about the world. Why did you say that? You've now been going to edit it. Wait, do you mean we can't say... <laughs> no, we can't. I, I know other YouTubers are doing it, but we're not doing it. <laughs> well, that's just... <laughs> Stop it. Um, so look, um, first things first, not Stockholm Syndrome. I want to talk about your pancreas. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about your pancreas. Um, <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> oh, God, I feel... I, I'm bad. I, I'm sitting out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going we're gonna to drop back for a sec. So we're talking about I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. So... This is a film that has got a morbid sense of humour, which is kind of sort of the point. Um, and uh, this is originally a novel. Um, and it's written by Japanese writer Sumino Yoru. And it was serialised as a web novel in 2014 oh, wow. on yeah. a user-generated fiction website. So this is like the equivalent of a fanfic archive. Mm. Um, but it's not fanfic, it's just actual writing. Um, it's called Show Setsuka ni Naro. The book was published in print in 2015, and this was their first ever published work. That's fantastic. Oh, wow. So, quite cool. They've actually released a book every year since, which mm. is amazing. Sumino started writing in high school and initially submitted a story for the Dengeki Novel Prize, which mm. is like an up-and-coming writer's prize in Japan. They didn't make it past the first round of the selection. No way. Not with this book, though. So, they then revised their writing style and wrote, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. 
which was too long to be submitted for the prize. (laughs) So they then submitted Mm. it online instead and immediately got picked up. So there you go. I mean, success story, but Mm. also still... I feel like the person was robbed somehow. Yeah, just a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a manga version which ran from 2016 to 2017. There is a live action film titled Let Me Eat Your Pancreas released in 2017. And obviously this, the animated film which came out on September 1, 2018. So, how much do you hate me for making you watch it? It's been on my list. Has my mum has watched this one as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, she was like, what the heck is this? Because the title is quite interesting. Yeah. The title yeah. really does draw you in. It's, mm. just, it's not something anyone just says in casual conversation. Mm. No, okay. Did you re-watch it? No. No. <laughs> 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 I was like, what's this enough? Fair, Fair enough. Fair, <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Um, we were going to watch this about... 18 months ago? Yeah, it's been it's been on the it's top been of on the list. list to um, and do we've an episode just continually on the piled about. stuff onto the on top of the list. It's a good list. <laughs> There's a lot coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, the main character is Sakura. Now, um, she hasn't told anyone that she's got this pancreatic situation or that she's going to die. And she doesn't want that to overshadow her time yeah, she can, has left. I can kind of see the logic to mm. it. Well, I mean, you don't want it to define you, do you? Well, yeah. especially as well when um, her best friend is talking to the main male character at the end, where he was, where mm. she was like, "I would have dropped out of like yeah. my classes. I would have done this so I could spend more time with her." And clearly, she didn't want, want that, that to, happen, to happen. And she's known since she was young that she was going to have an issue with mm. her mm-hmm. pancreas. It's like talked about that she always knew her days were going to be numbered. Yeah. She always just thought she was normal, just had less days than anybody else, and that's how she wanted to live. Which is, you know, a beautiful kind of way to approach it. Um, I ugly cried a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I ugly cried a lot at this, even though I knew what was coming. uh, I did a bit uh, at the end, of course, where he Mm. finally has his whole breakdown. But I don't know. Having watched Anohana, Mm. I have been inoculated. I am less sad. (laughs) I am less sad because my level of sadness is already high to begin with. Anahana has mm. ruined you. Yeah, yeah. I've I've seen where the bar is, and things need to like vault pretty high to get over. I was going to say, are we going to get? Uh, do we know anything about the new project yet? Uh, I haven't. I don't think we've seen. It was Ten- supposed to be um, like them ten years in the future, the future, and then seen, they released uh, a Anahana, yes? poster. No. I think. <gasps> I don't. I because I know what it's about, so I'm like, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> fair, 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 fair enough. Fair. <laughs> I mean, it is beautiful, but yeah, I understand completely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now. Sakura's best friend, who you brought up, Kyoko. Mm. So she's very protective, but I have my own mind canon for her. She's an anime nerd. (laughs) Do you want to know why? Do tell. The one shot when she's on her phone to her, talking to her on the um, while she's away, Mm. on her wall behind her is a poster that is very distinctly in the art style of Tatami Galaxy. Mm. Very distinct art style. I'm claiming she's got anime cred. I'm claiming she's I mean, an anime nerd. maybe that's also why Sakura wanted them to talk to each other more because he was into books and things like and that. And she was into anime. like manga and anime and maybe they could have mm. found some common grounds as well. So. I mean, she does say that she only reads manga. Mm. Well. There was also yeah. the very subtle uh, subplot between her and uh, the other classmate, that Gun guy. Gumboy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> me and Aaron had kind of a fun interaction with that. It's like when he's first talking saying... No, it's, I don't really like tomboys. I like feminine women. And <laughs> yeah. she sort of comes up behind him and kicks him in the 
leg and goes, Get, work faster. And immediately me and Aaron are just like, okay, so they're ending up together. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch it with Aaron at work? Uh, sort of, we were both watching <laughs> it and we were sort of messing each, each other while uh, we were. Yes, that's what me and him do with uh, My Hero Academia manga. <laughs> Like we both go, you reading it? I'm reading it. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we sort of got onto the whole topic of discussing tropes. I mean, how often has that happened in like a slice of life romance? It's just like, no, I don't like that kind mm. of woman. I am totally in love with that kind of woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I also kind of just enjoyed like, so I watched it in English initially and then I start mm. went back and started watching it in Japanese. And because I'm learning Japanese at the moment, I... I got a lot more out of it because I actually understood mm. some of the grammar and that was being used, which got me really excited. Um, but I just love the fact that she's like, I'm dying. And he goes, ah, so. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, li- so it's li- literally the equivalent of basically saying, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, right. Kenny sends to us uh, a picture of... Um, Saitama's face going, up, one okay. punch bang. Yeah, legit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's how he little... responds to everything as well. He's yeah. like, so this. I felt so a little so bad about it, but I also didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, you've got to take some of the sadness out of it with comedy. And mm. they do a really good job mm. of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought that maybe the English dub actor was overacting her. No, no, oh. she's exactly like that in Japanese. Like, <laughs> I'd actually say the yeah. Japanese version of her is even more energetic than mm. the English dub, which is impressive to say the least. An Eng- English voice actor turning it back, who'd have thought? <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't be horrible to them. I will not. I, I mean, I will. <laughs> um, now, I did... I, something caught my eye because I'm a massive nerd. Um, yes. So, in the scene where Kyoko confronts our male lead, he drops the book he's been reading. And yeah. the title pops up on the screen and it's Kokoro by Natsume Soseki. Hey, as in the one we know? No, oh. no, different. Um, Natsume Soseki is one of Japan's most well-known writers of the 20th century. He's huge. And the book Kokori, uh, Kokoro is a sequel to another book, which is deals with Phil. Uh, it's basically, did everyone, because uh, we all went to school in Australia, um, the book um, The Outsider? Mm. We oh, yeah, all, yeah. We all had, a lot of us had to do that in English literature. It was one of like four books of the year. And for some reason, if you had an English lit teacher who, or just a normal English class teacher who was obsessed with like really artsy books, you'd be reading this it book. It was all the curriculum lists. Yeah. So it's one of the ones that they could choose yeah. from. <laughs> um, you didn't read it, Kirillian? No. no. I'm glad you didn't. It's <laughs> awful. Um, or the movie. Book? There's a movie as well. Yeah. yeah. There's a, I think it's a French book originally and mm. it's about isolation, self-reflection and all that, but it's really depressing. Oh. Very. Yeah. At least I found it really depressing. Very um, English literature. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. it was the first book I ever learned about of like just nothing happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up with Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and Terry Pratchett and all that kind of stuff. And then I just get this, I'm like, what's the point? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. It tends with Lord of the Rings if you turn to about halfway through when he's talking about the trees for about three pages. Like, okay. don't be wrong. I love Lord of the Rings. But my God, Tolkien, I don't need to know how many branches this tree has. Actually, <laughs> like... there is kind of a story about that, uh, that uh, Tolkien would like to like take long walks around his like little countryside villa. And that he'd always have to have like one of his mates or like one of his attendants sort of just come with him. And okay, I'm sort sorry, of... but 
He's going to take walks around his villa yeah. in the countryside <laughs> on his land. Probably not with a his villa, but attendee. Yeah. <laughs> but then, so he'd have to have someone to just sort of get him to keep walking. Otherwise, he'd just stand and stare at like some moss for 20 minutes. Is, is he okay? No. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's a fantasy writer, so. Is there a reason why he has an attendee or attendant? person with him <laughs> basically because he'd stare at moss they're like so, we're worried about him let's just like get the, someone to watch yeah. him like, i wonder if maybe he was on the spectrum could have been because actually. that would have been well before that sort of diagnosis came in mm. so mm. um but yeah so before that oh yeah books 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 um so back to this book, Kokoro. Kokoro. Um, the book deals with themes including isolation, mortality, and conflict, which all have fingerprints all over this story. Oh, yeah. And it has a lot of parallels as well. Um, the story is about a guy who goes to work for someone who becomes his sensei, and then he has to return home to look after his dying parent, um, his dying father, and starts learning that his sen- he knows his sensei has a deep secret that he doesn't want anyone to know. Very similar parallels to this story um and it's all about like learning about that secret and how that secret generates conflict and causes problems which you see the parallels for in this story ah. um so you clearly a lot of inspiration but this was written in 1913 like it's ancient wow. relatively speaking like over a hundred years now and it's still repeatedly brought up we've seen this story brought up as a book someone from a lit club is reading in more than six anime in the past 10 years. Mm. I went and had a look back and I'm like, mm. my God, it has shown up repeatedly in the literature club and it must have a special place in Japanese culture. So I thought that was really quite interesting that they actually put it in there as well. I could pretty much expect, yeah, that sounds like one of those big, heavy books that just sort of everyone knows about. Mm. Mm. It's probably yeah. something like how, you know, you have to read about Anne Frank when you're in mm. school. It's like a historical thing that's part yeah. of what they learn about i'm trying to remember what was the other one where it was like the um it's the basically the australian equivalent to the outsider it's like a guy he goes on holiday gets stuck in a game of two up loses all of his money um he's a school teacher originally i'm not sure i know that one no that was part of the curriculum as well i was just thinking about jasper jones that's not jasper jones (laughs) (laughs) okay good Curly's sitting here going i didn't read anything what, what books did you have to read in high school do you remember i can't remember any books that no. I read from high school. English lit. <laughs> so no, I was, not I everyone takes English lit. I didn't do lit. I did normal English. Oh right, and I, I still did have English to lit. Do those. Yeah, well, English lit. You got away with a lot more. It's the same books, but you do less books in mm. English lit. They just pick out a couple, and you just do it more in depth. That's say, the every, difference. Did everyone here see Gattaca? Yeah. <laughs> How many times did you see it again? Seven times. <laughs> for school. <laughs> yeah. And for religion class too. Oh. Yeah. So I had this one teacher, the English teacher, uh, Mr. Mueller, I think. This is like... Name dropping right now. A long time ago. I don't think he's a teacher <laughs> anymore. I think he's retired. Um, I had him for English and I also had him two years in a row for the religion class in high school. So I was there from year eight to year 12. Every year I watched Gattaca and... Two, there were two years where I watched it twice Wow! because he was obsessed with the film. I love sci-fi. I cannot stand Gattaca. <laughs> I've only seen it a few times and only one of them was for school. And good movie, interesting themes, but yeah, oversaturation is going to make you hate it. Yeah. With a, with a burning passion. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Good I, to know. I had the option in year 12 to, you know, because you like for your exams, you're like, pick a film to use as your review. I'm like, mm. I'm not using Gattaca. I'm using literally anything else on the list 
other than Gattaca. Let me tell you about Shrek. <laughs> don't know Shrek's on the list, but no, I mean... It's not. No, uh, is it not? It should be. Uh, it should be. You were it, correct. Start a petition. Uh, as, is, uh, as is typical, it was an Australian film called The Bank. The Bank. It was about uh, a bank foreclosing on a guy's uh, parents' farm. He comes home to find his dad hanging in the barn. Oh, and, lovely. Uh, there was a lot of those. Hooray yeah. for more heavy English, issues. Australian Content English. warning for yeah. everyone. Yeah, and then he... Well, no, look, if they're willing to let, yeah, 10s and 11s watch yeah. this... Uh, Christ, yes. You, yeah. Yeah. you make a valid uh, Probably, probably had Jones to be thing. signed off on it. No, I swear, at no, least no. like really? five of the books that I had to read for school all had suicide in it. Sorry, yeah. content warning for yeah, that. It's actually me. saying the word, but um, yeah. Yeah. It was not good. It was not good. Um, but yeah, no. Um, he then uh, goes, becomes a, a brilliant banker, joins the bank, and then makes them purpose. He pred- manages to make a prediction model for when the economy is going to shoot up or shoot down, mm-hmm. and he lies to them. And tells them it's going to bottom out. So they take all their money out of the market and the bank collapses because the economy flies through the roof to a new high, like 300% in this story. Okay, that sounds like fun <laughs> it though. Was that sounds like fun. the long game. <laughs> it was. Uh, several brilliant Aussie actors in it. But um, wow. yeah, no, it was just like, that. that's a, that's a tale of revenge. I, re- I remember movies for high school, but they were Star Wars Episode One and mm-hmm. The Matrix. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, our I English I watched... teacher was a nerd and I enjoyed yeah. it. On the note of... Uh, Teachers, uh, my religion teacher, I mentioned in my uh, in the pre-show, and uh, you should subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> they um they they let us watch scary movie in religion class, <laughs> along with a couple of other films. Um, but uh, let, let's get back on topic. We're well off topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to Australian education English <laughs> systems. Um, I want to eat your pancreas. Okay, this is beautiful. I loved it, even though I knew it was going to hurt me. And I don't think anyone, when you go into it, see it ending the way it ends. Even mm. though you know, you know how, how it's going to end, end, and then the movie just says sucked in. It's like it's not going to go. Worse. How you, you kind of get an inkling just before you go. Oh 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 okay, and then like, the next five minutes you just n- nothing that you expect happens. They they kind of tell you early on that this is actually going to happen. I actually so... thought that subplot was going to come to a head like Sorry. halfway through. Yeah, I, like I a, saw that. I was like, a I pair of characters sort that... of like uh, meet in the street and it mm. seems like, okay, something's going to happen and he's got the crazy eyes. He's got a Titan face going. <laughs> and um, and then nothing happened. Yeah, that was just sort of a, that was a thing more than anything. Yeah, he was just a Sorry. That's <laughs> he was just a, he was a bum. Demonetization. <laughs> he was just no good. <laughs> he was just bad. I'm just going to go put sensor noises oh, in. Sorry. Like, it's all right. I got the time, time written down. Um, I, I think as well, I, I don't know if this is like a being in my 30s thing, like getting older and coming to terms with mortality. Like there's a lot that changes as you age. Like if I had to watch this when I was a lot younger, I would have been like, oh, it's so horrible, death, blah, blah, blah. And then as you age and you experience death through whether that's family members or through people you've met, it starts becoming a more normal part of life. Yeah. And I think you become, I don't know, less afraid of it, but maybe not less afraid of it, but more aware of it and more understanding of it, I guess is probably the thing. Because we've had like... Uh, between myself and Emma, are quite a few deaths in the past few years, and we're now quite familiar with that emotion. We can we can deal with it. Whereas before, I was terrified of you know anyone dying. 
which is, you know, it's an awful thing to say that I've gotten used to it, but mm. yeah. I mean, watching this kind of reminded me of being in high school because there was a lot of people in mm. my high school that went through similar things as yeah. this girl went through as well. And like, I've experienced a lot of people around sorry, me. What? Like, yeah, mm. so um, I've known a lot of people that have had cancer and that mm. have died at quite young ages and have had like have died from car crashes or things like yeah. that. Your it's high just... school sounds terrifying. <laughs> Look, it just, mine, you know, these the things same. kind of like happened though. And um, watching that, I don't think a lot of people realize how many young people actually go through the experience of having a classmate actually mm-hmm. die. It is more common than people think yeah. because at, like every school has at least one kid that ends up dying, you know, yeah. and it's not like... something that you expect teenagers to have experienced but it does happen and so we, we found you know. at my school um every year group would have at least one death throughout yeah. their school life what the hell five-year period yeah, yeah. which was um it, it's crazy but um we had uh one guy so the guy from my year who passed he had leukemia um mm. got onset leukemia at about 14 um you know okay. completely destroyed him and yeah. then he passed away we had a school ceremony for his um for his casket mm. and everything um he was a big part of the student body um mm. My brother's year, um, one of the boys in that who was the brother of a girl I knew, he went off the rails a bit and mm. uh, ended up being murdered um, uh, as part of something not legal. This is one of those heavier episodes. It is. I mean, I don't know what you expected watching this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and the, then there were like yeah. plenty of others from the other year groups as well. And it's, it's just something that we don't consider if you're at a smaller mm. school in particular the chances of it happening yeah. or you know being something you experience are a lot less likely mm. but the moment you start to get to these larger schools especially like i mean we had six seven homeroom groups per year mm. so that's 300 around 300 to 200 students per year group so in a school of you know mm. five five tiers of years you've got a thousand students 0.01% of that, which is, you know, in five years, the, the yeah. odds of losing someone's pretty high. It's just, yeah. I grew up in a little country town. So <laughs> I was going to say, you had like yeah. 100 people at your school. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, more than that. Well, was yours mm. high school and lower school combined or? Uh, no, no. no. Uh, like primary school was across the road. Sorry, doing maths. Uh, 200, it was, sorry. It was a good like five, 600. Oh, okay. It was yeah, like yeah. a catchment area for the whole region. Uh, uh, for the whole Margaret River, I guess. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's not more than 500 people in Margaret. <laughs> You're lying. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Yeah, it's like it's got a dusty road still, and there's people that sit outside playing the harmonica, going, "Hey, we don't take Khan Lady on top round here." Now he ain't hurting no one. I am. Um- I think it's like terrifying for me um, mm. having kids yeah. to see, you know, someone go like yeah. That. yeah. Oh yeah, your your perspective is certainly a different one, mm. and uh, yeah, I get it's to quite awful. See that in the next couple of years. Well, hopefully, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> you're like your sleep will be gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I mean, your your two little ones are nice and healthy at this point, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. I mean, even though they were both early births, but... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're bringing you much joy. Yeah. But, but just also... to, like, you know, watch something like that and think mm. that, you know, mm. you, 
you don't really know, you know. Yeah, and like there might not be much you can do. I don't yeah. know. Have yeah. either of them shown like any kind of destructive <laughs> no, tendencies? No, he's not saying they do. <laughs> no, no, it's like I, re- I like, remember I mean, accidentally <laughs> disengaging the handbrake on Lily's, my mum's car when I was young. Like Lily's a wild one. She she jumps mm. all over the place. She's Yay. like, she's, yeah, my goodness. Get her in gymnastics. Yeah, it's expensive. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Parkour instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not as expensive, but the medical bills are higher, so it evens out. Just buy a crash mat and just jump on the mat. Yeah. <laughs> She's interested in skateboarding. Ooh. Ooh okay. Yeah. Okay. Lots of health insurance. <laughs> Not only that, now an Olympic event. <gasps> yeah. That's true. That is true. true. Throw her out of skateboard. See what happens. <laughs> very, <laughs> very fall. young competitors at the Olympics as well. Like yeah, 16 wasn't the year olds, 14 year olds. I was going to say, wasn't there like a 13 year old girl yeah. who won gold? Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's pretty brilliant. cool. Um, yeah. Um, but look, this, this is a film that you should watch, I think. I don't think it's a film that you need Just to be prepared. Watch <laughs> prepared to cry. But this, this isn't as bad as Grave of the Fireflies. No, it's not, it's not that saddening, but mm. it is confronting if you're not used to. Dealing with these sort of themes. Anohana certainly felt like a much mm. heavier kick to the guts, but yeah, this one still hurt. Mm-hmm. I think this one tries to be a lot more lighthearted as well, which helps yeah. a lot, I think, with the themes that it does discuss. Yeah. I mean, like, the, the some background as well for the, the name of it. There's this whole idea that if you eat a part of... Um, well, you know, if, if you eat someone else's pancreas... It will cure your pancreas, which is an old sort of myth. It's not true, but there was also a, a myth on top of that. They go into this in the movie that uh, by eating a part of someone else, their spirit is now yeah, a part soul. of you. Eternally. Which I was about to go on and say. The line he responds is, "No thanks. Your soul's probably really obnoxious." Yeah, <laughs> that was great. That was great. <laughs> and she was like, "Yep, <laughs> sure is." Yep. He just wakes up later and goes, "Oh God, I'm haunted, aren't I?" <laughs> the sequel. She is a ghost and haunting him. There is a sequel. Yes. <laughs> um, the story does finish quite abruptly, but you should wait for the post-credit scene. It does wrap up the story nicely. It's set twelve months after the event. Yeah, that was like my main criticism of it was that the oh, ending really? is very abrupt. It, I think that worked really oh, well it does for work. the story. That thing, it works in the context of mm. like what the main characters have been talking about and trying to push the main bloke to do to mm. be. Mm. So I get it, but just for a second, I was just like, "Oh, that's kind of jarring." But I get it. Yeah. I also think as well, like, it does kind of help with the messaging of it as well. Because, like, we always think, you know, oh, someone passed away. It's the end. It's done. But mm. life does go on. Mm. Like, it's as horrible as it, it, it might be. Life does continue. And that person will always have an influence, a, a part to you. And um, I Provided think... Provided you devour their pancreas. <laughs> Back to your graveyard. <laughs> so look, go and watch it. Um, I believe because I've got the DVD sitting there. I think it was on Funimation. No, it's not on Funimation anymore. It's not is on it? anything anymore. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's on Google Play. You can rent it. You cannot watch it on Crunchyroll That's or Netflix. Right. It used to be on Netflix. It's no longer oh, on Netflix. God's Netflix. So yeah, stop that. You got to pay four ninety nine if you want to rent it out from one right. of the things. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Apple TV is six ninety nine. YouTube four ninety nine, and Google Play Movies is four ninety nine as well. Rent it off YouTube. Do yourselves a favor. No, no, don't give the, don't give any of them money. <laughs> don't give any of them money. Oh, well, to be, to be fair, I would probably feel comfortable giving it to Apple, at least because their production stuff is at least interesting. You know what? I hate to agree with you. But it's $2 But you expensive. must. 
the, the, the four ninety nine might be the uh, American price, and it might not be showing the That's Australian true. price for us. Bugger. And the Apple price might be adjusted for that price. Just get a mate to buy the DVD and then steal oh, it from them. Okay, Therefore, no, no. Therefore, you get um, it for free. I Want to Eat Your Pancreas is also on Netflix in some regions. So yeah, it's just not, not just not in Australia anymore. So no. you should invest in a VPN from Surfshark. Express Express spo- VPN. <laughs> no, we're not sponsored by anyone. So until they sponsor us, they get no free plug Express Nordshark VPN. <laughs> okay, let's move on to what's been breaking anime news. And my God, there's some really big stuff. Wi-Fi Radio. Tonight on Anime Communicate. Great story. Compelling and rich. Nothing brings ratings up like a little controversy. Anime vending machine. Yes, I was going to say, we have to start with the biggest news of the week and move over Chainsaw Man, it's not you. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but that trailer is gorgeous. It, it really is. Um, I'm going to bring this up because... I, I need to share this. Reborn as a vending machine, I now wander the dungeon. This light novel that we've been taking the utter mickey out of for five years. Rightfully so. Is getting an anime. <laughs> it's just. What? So. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. Okay, so one of us, two of us are excited. For, how does he move? He doesn't. This is the but thing. It says he's he can't wandering. T- no, he can't talk and he can't move. So what? adventurers find him and drag him along with them because he's useful. That's why the first volume cover has her carrying him on her back. I was hoping for a Kirby kind of situation. <laughs> <laughs> with those big creepy eyes. Oh. So, uh, so he, he doesn't talk. He doesn't talk. I'm assuming maybe he levels up and gets an opportunity. Or to he talk. has just like an inner monologue. There, well, yeah. there will be the you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it could just I be that. I believe I read that book as a younger man. I think it's called "I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream." <laughs> <laughs> so, How does one don't get reincarnated up, as something that isn't sentient. Well, ask reincarnated as a sword, which comes out next season. Uh, um, a middle-aged that man. Could be magic. <laughs> <laughs> so, a middle-aged man with only one passion in his life meets a fitting end in a traffic accident. I'm assuming he likes either cars or vending machines. I like trains. <laughs> <laughs> That's where most stories would end. But instead, this is an isekai. This is when his story truly begins. When he's reborn as what has he admired most in his life? A vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> But his new lease on life is not without problems. It happens to be in the worst place possible. A vending machine, what can he do? In a monster-infested dungeon where he can't speak or even move on his own. I'm wondering if when he dispenses things, if he can leave notes on them. Oh, manga manga started late last year in August, I believe, uh, the manga adaptation. So I'm going to go and check that out um, when I find it online later. Um, But you can see on the volume one cover, Mm. the girl's got a platform attached to the harness for carrying him. And the second and third volume cover are similar things where he's being shifted by Mm. others. Has he got, he's got eyeballs. He's got eyes on the front of the vending machine, which is why we were looking for a Kirby. (laughs) Moves on. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, this... we laughed at him admiring vending machines most, but vending machines in Japan are oh, bloody I'm... amazing. <laughs> oh, um, Sora News, which are wonderful people. Um, they are an English, uh, it's an English-speaking news site which does Japanese news. Oh. Mm. They've got a guy in Japan who goes and finds random vending machines. And this week... Is that the TikTok guy? <laughs> he might be. Um, I'm not sure. Um, he, this week, he found a vending machine 
not a vending machine, sorry, a gacha machine in a like along with specialist vending machines. Oh. And this gacha machine's toys yeah. are sushi made by Westerners. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is sushi that you will never find in Japan, such wow. as like the crab spider roll and the oh, volcano, yeah. like yeah, the yeah. ones which yeah. we yeah. get yeah. here, where they've covered them in sauces uh. and use luxury inge- ingredients. Some of those are really and nice. fish. <laughs> not, not fish. Yeah. This is a steak one. We've cooked the steak as oh well. My, uh, my, my favorite is one called a yakuza roll. It's uh, from the... Uh... <laughs> it's poorly animated and only available on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, it's, at, uh, it's at one of the local shopping centres and it's just it's like just charred raw tuna sprinkled with like chilli pepper oh, on top of like goodness. rice with equally spicy tuna in the middle and then just doused with sauces. And I was just like, okay, I know this ain't authentic Japanese, but this is so good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I mean... If you can do a good fusion, do a good fusion. Uh-huh. It's, the, it's the good stuff. Um, right. Now, let's move on to some real news. Because um, while that is entertaining, it's probably going to be like middling. <laughs> we also don't know what it's going to be either. It's an anime project. They haven't said whether it's an OVA, shorts, or a series. So, Or a film. Big budget movie. <laughs> Straight to the cinema with this. Um, the vending machine is voiced by Tom Hanks. Oh God! Um, <laughs> so we're, we're going to go some industry. <laughs> we're going to go industry news first before we go on to Chainsaw Man because Crunchyroll has bought Right Stuff. What? Yeah. So anime retailer Right Stuff will continue to sell products from different companies, but they've announced on Thursday that they have purchased the anime retailer to expand its e-commerce service. The purchase will widen Crunchyroll's product offerings with extensions in home entertainment and manga categories it did not disclose the terms of the deal so this uh the right stuff website confirmed it will continue to sell products from different companies with the exception of erotica products oh disappoint so that's going to mean it's basically meaning it's killing <laughs> off their 18 plus orders it's okay all 18 plus erotica orders are being transferred to the new dedicated aeroanimestore.com oh fancy so uh right stuff tease that there may be future products features and benefits related to crunchyroll in the future they both just store- picked up their phone and put that in <laughs> yep yeah, um, i buy from somewhere else it's like <laughs> right stuff and crunchyroll stores will continue to operate separately for the time being so it does mention doesn't mention what's going to happen with right stuff's licensing division nozomi entertainment mm. and this has been caused for a lot of questions so um if you guys uh might have spotted there was a crowd funded english dub created for dirty pair recently <laughs> now that's a 1985 tv anime crunch that was um, jointly kickstarted by Right Stuff and Nozomi Entertainment, both who are underneath the Right Stuff banner, which made them go, "What's going to actually happen to the release of this product now?" Because it's due mm. in the next few months. So they've announced that if you have kickstarted that and backed it, you are still getting it. It's oh, not going to disappear. Wicked. And if anything, it might actually end up on the Crunchyroll catalog. So Ooh. that's that's a yeah. that's a really big thing. Um, I also am confused because I have a feeling that Right Stuff has a connection to the retro anime platform that we don't get, Retro Crush, mm. and I'm a bit worried that could kill it. Bugger! Um, I don't don't take my word on that. I haven't got it here written down. I cannot mm. find the exact details, but I do remember seeing something about there being a connection between the two, and that's that would really suck because they've yeah. got some amazing stuff on there, and they're ad funded. 
Mm-hmm. So, mm. you know, that's that's fantastic for something that would generally be just sitting there and not being used. Um, so the Right Stuff team are apparently joining Crunchyroll's business, uh, so they're not going to be losing staff by the sounds of it. So at least there's no job losses. But Right Stuff do some amazing things. It's where I got my Neon Genesis um, vinyls from. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, cool. Like, mm. They 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 go get some of the stuff that Crunchyroll just wouldn't do. Um, okay, so on the note of Crunchyroll, and finally on to the biggest topic of the week, Kaiju number eight. No, <laughs> <laughs> Chainsaw Man anime has revealed it is coming out in October. Yes, That's I thought so this close. was already well known news. No, that it, it was coming out in October because that was said like months ago by Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll that they had has, planned for October. They had planned for October, mm. but they hadn't confirmed mm. it was. They said that was what they were hoping for. Mm. And I mean, these so, days you can never be too certain. So th- this has been officially announced by Mappa and on the Chainsaw Man's website. Up until mm. this point, they've just had because I think the Twitter said like when Anime Expo happened as well. It said October. They, so they they kept the October date after Anime Expo mm, as well. So they yeah. they did. This is the thing. Like mm. they kept saying October, but yeah. they whenever they said when in October, they said we're not sure, mm. and we want to see what happens with COVID. Um, this is the first time they've officially locked in mm. with their broadcast partners in Japan the actual release schedule. So this means it's actually happening. Yeah. Um, unless everyone at Mappa gets. You know, I'm not going to say it because then it'll happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, because of this, there is now a new trailer out, and it is the first mm-hmm. really good look. Like we did get another look at Anime Expo, but trailer three yeah. is, oh man, yeah, I'm is, now hyped. It is, yeah, so it's an pretty. actual trailer, not just a teaser trailer yeah. as well, because yeah. it's like two minutes long. Yeah, it's mm. so good. And love is like Crunchyroll streamed a 30 second version. Yeah, I know, right? Why? Why, Why did they do that? that Stream was... the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> they cut out like the whole beginning part. It's just like the little end bit yeah. on Crunchyroll, which is so what not we've already seen the stills of. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> it's like no, um, that's just silly. I am very excited for this now. Like, I was waiting because I, you know what it's like. We get the hype train, and then sometimes it's awful. Mm. Like, and I wasn't sure. Like, I, I mean, the, this one's got like the same kind of hype train as like Attack on Titan had. I feel like, like it's Demon a little Slayer. higher. Than I'd say that it's like on par with Demon Slayer. I feel like yeah. the um, yeah. the interviews with the people that have been working on Chainsaw Man prior to this were quite interesting as well mm-hmm. because a lot of them were saying this is the hardest and biggest project they've worked on at Mappa ever. Mm. Like it's it's they've really changed a lot with the way that they do animation at Mappa really in order shows. to showcase this particular anime, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting. Wow. Like you look at the footage and you're just like, yeah, I can believe that. Mm. <laughs> well, um, just be aware that we'll get one season and we'll be waiting a while. Yeah. Because um, season, uh, so the first part of it uh, ended in 2020, which is the mm. public safety arc. Mm-hmm. The second part, titled Gakohen, the school arc, uh, only started in July. Yeah. So there's there's been a gap mm. in production uh, for the manga. So there's means there's a gap in the story. Mm-hmm. And they'll have to finish that arc before they do more. So, um, But I still think it's going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, <laughs> it's 
might be all right. I, th- <laughs> I also think it's quite interesting. A lot of people were like, I don't know if it's going to be as gory as the manga and things like that as well. But I think the anime kind of the trailer showcases mm-hmm. that it definitely will be considering that trailers don't usually show all of that if it is going it to be something shows. quite. It shows a lot. It showed a good few yeah. spoonfuls of blood. So just keep in mind for those watching the trailer, if you want even more than that, it is supposed to be slightly more friendlier in the trailer in comparison to the actual anime itself. So um, it's going to stream in 200 countries on Crunchyroll and countries and territories and it um, will be streamed in Japanese with English subtitles along with an English dub. There's also a Latin American, Spanish, Brazilian, Portuguese, French and German dubs in the works as well. So Mm. anyone who was worried that dubs would disappear with the merger, don't worry, they're still here to stay. Um, If you don't know what uh, Chainsaw Man's about, Denji is a teenage boy living with a chainsaw devil named Pochita. It looks like Mm. a weird chainsaw dog. Due to the debt his father left behind, he's been living a rock-bottom life while repaying his debt by harvesting devil corpses with Pochita. One day, Denji is betrayed and killed. As his consciousness fades, he makes a contract with Pochita and gets revived as Chainsaw Man, a man with a devil's heart. And uh, blood and gore goes everywhere. Awesome! (laughs) His hands and head turn into chainsaws. Not all the time. Not all the time, but... (laughs) I don't make doing the dishes really hard. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, ah, that'll be uh, $23.99 for uh, that meal. Would you like to pay with... (laughs) Murder. Imagine imagine if it just happened randomly. Um, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen's episode director is directing it. Mm. I'm expecting good things. I mean, we did uh, look over this earlier, like just um, Mm. online. Mm. There are a lot of heavy hitters involved with this anime. Yeah. yeah, this is also why deal. Jujutsu Kaisen is not going to be this year. It's next ah. year. Was because they were working on this, so they made say, that announcement quite early that that was going to happen. The, you're right. This is huge. Like um, scriptwriter is uh, Seko Hiroshi, who did Ajin and Attack mm-hmm. on Titan final season at Mappa. Um, the character designer is Sugiyama Kazutaka, which is Jobless Reincarnation, along with. Say what you will about Action it. director Yoshihara Tatsuya, who did Black Clover, Monster Musume, um, and something else. There's also, man, uh, Darling in the Franks, Little Witch Academia's chief technical director, Devil Queen Crybaby Space Dandy uh, guy is designing the devils, and Wicked. Eden of the Weast and Vinland Saga is directing the art. So... Jeez, like this list just keeps going. There's even someone from a silent voice is composing the music. Mm. Like, Mm. what? (laughs) Who also did Devilman Crybaby and Liz and the Bluebird, which I don't know. Um, Yeah, it's it's good. Also, can someone confirm this for me? It says Fire Punch. Is that the manga he did before it, or is it. No, did it is he a manga. Do Fire Punch? He did yeah, Fire Punch. Fire Punch yeah. is a ma- manga. Okay. It's apparently very good. Ooh. Um, that I heard from uh, being at Smash. Everyone was talking about it. And good I was like, stuff. I don't know what the f- what everyone's <laughs> what talking this? about, but yeah. okay. Because, like, Fire Force? No, Fire Punch. Okay. Well, I, I thought it might have been his pen name. I'm like, no, don't you no, dare try and copy manga. Monkey Punch. <laughs> 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 Lupin will steal your money. Um, okay. Now, I, I am going to be serious. Kaiju number eight is also getting an anime now. Um, that's been announced the past week. Um, official Twitter account announced it on Friday. Toho Animation streamed the announcement date, which suggests yeah, Toho yeah. will be involved in the release and production. Um, currently licensed with Viz Media and in the Shonen Jump Plus uh, website and app, I believe. Um, 
a man working a job far removed from his childhood dreams gets wrapped up in an unexpected situation. Becoming a monster, he aims once again to fulfill his lifelong dream. Of becoming a monster. No. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. What is his lifelong dream which involves him turning into monster? Uh... I want to work at children's <laughs> parties. That's Godzilla. I'm not going to lie. I actually have no idea. Um, <laughs> I, be, I keep meaning to read Kaiju number eight. It's sitting there as something that I'm going to read. And then I just keep forgetting about it. Um, the to read to watch list is a horrifying thing. It definitely is. Now, the last thing that was on this list is dub related. Hello. And it's quite important, this actually. Laid back camp anime is getting an English dub. And I think, is it out now or is it this Tuesday? I think it's this Tuesday. This Tuesday. So Crunchyroll have announced on Monday that it will stream an English dub for the first season of Afro's Yuru Camp, uh, starting Tuesdays at 5pm EDT in, uh, in the States. Um, English voice cast is pretty extensive. I don't really recognise many of the names. Uh, Morgan Loray is doing Nadeshko, but she's also voicing the Pinecone. Nice. Hey. Apparently they bothered to say that's important enough to mention. I mean, yeah, Maybe it's, she a, just it's a recurring character. To, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's that recurring, but... It totally is. Um, Celeste, Could become more recurring. It, it is now going to appear. <laughs> it gets its own OVA. Yeah. The, the dub cup. The dub, the dub cut. Um, she has done a lot. Um, this is uh, Garrett Morgan. Um, stuff in... Wow, she's been there. Whoa, okay. She's been in a lot. So she's got chops. She's got chops. She's Red Current in Ancient Magus Bride. Oh. Um, Meg in Assassination Classroom. It just keeps going. Uh, there's a lot. This is like a juggernaut. Um, <laughs> He's Celeste, still scrolling. I, I've stopped scrolling now. Um, Celeste Perez was my dress up darling as Suzuka in episode five. Um, Kuma Kuma Puma Bear. <laughs> Horimiya, um, realist hero. Saint's magic power as, say, the saint. Wait, who's the narrator? Uh, narrator is Ian Sinclair, I believe. kind of weirdly sounds familiar. It totally does. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. It just says Ian Sinclair is providing additional voices, which I believe is the narrator. He looks familiar. This is the humble pinecone. Konnichiwa. Um, Space Dandy shows up. Black Butler shows up. Um, says he's in Dragon Ball. Yeah. Oh, he's a narrator from um, Kaguya-sama in the English. <gasps> that's why the name seems kind of perfect. familiar. That's perfect. Is he just... Oh, my God. Anime interconnected universe confirmed. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, Niall Doc is who he voiced in Attack on Titan. I don't even remember who Niall is. It's that long ago. Like, he, what, he has been in every season, apparently, whoever Niall is, but he's clearly not that important. Apparently he's um, Shoji in My Hero Academia. Oh. Ah. Wait, really? Yeah. Huh. He was uh, one of the main guys in Decadence as well. Sarkozy. Mm. And oh wow! Okay. A Whis in Dragon Ball Super. Oh, that's where I know him from. Yeah, he plays Magna in Black Clover. And I don't watch Black Clover, but I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm just now now imagining Whis narrating different animes. <laughs> this is the humble pinecone. <laughs> you know what? I'd be down for that. He's also <laughs> Sugimoto Saichi from Golden Kamoi, the main mm. character. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, I started watching that the other week. I'm hooked. <laughs> me, me, and, me and Emma sat down and we watched the first episode. We went. 
Yes. <laughs> just Weiss as the main character. <laughs> <laughs> Weiss in, in Golden Kamoi is like, I'm going to take your skin. <laughs> treasure. Wonderful treasure. Um, and that's kind of the main, the skeptic's guide to Monogatari. Um, this is kind of the main stuff that's happened in the past week. There has been other little bits and pieces that have come up, but the, I'll be honest, like, there hasn't been a massive amount. I mean, you've got Chainsaw Man coming. That, that's the big thing. That's the big, that's the, thing, that's the big one. And the, and the bloody vending machine thing. Oh, that's just amazing. And Kaiju. And um, then we've got World Cosplay Summit on oh, now. Oh, yes. No, we Six need, and we need seven. To talk about that. So World Cosplay Woo. Summit is this weekend, which unfortunately will be the two days before this episode releases because <laughs> we go out on the Monday but we'll post it on our socials tonight um, with uh, if, if you find me a link to where they're, yeah. they're showing it I'll post it um, because yeah it's it's a big deal it's in so Japan so much fun you've shown us videos of oh. the kind of stuff that goes on at these events it's crazy like yeah. this is like a masterclass of all kind of cosplay stuff. I remember the Godzilla one you showed off. It's just like, oh, it's so good. God, so much effort goes into these. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you guys got shortlisted and went over for it, didn't you? Uh, you so, weren't competing, but you yeah, got so, through the finals. Uh, uh, no, so we did the uh, prelims for oh, Australia. Uh, yeah, uh, we got fourth. Uh, the time. What yeah. was your costume for that one again? Uh, we were um, bear guy. Oh, from uh, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, brain's going. <laughs> not not the Gundam one, the other one. There's the Gundam. No, well, the, the Gundam, Gundam one. Gundam build uh, divers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Gundam build. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, um, that, that was a really good cosplay. Yeah. That was the picture Aaron sent me when he said, "I've got a friend who cosplays yeah. <laughs> who I'd like to introduce to the podcast." And I went. She looks awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> we plan to enter it again next year. Yes. Yeah. So excited. You're gonna do a whole family cosplay. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can only do in twos. Oh. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. you, you thinking of doing, or are you gonna? Think... We're doing Elden Rings. <gasps> yeah. Well, I'm intrigued. What? what do How many arms are you gonna have? I'll tell you after. Yeah, no, no. No spoilers. No spoilers. No, give me spoilers now. You can have spoilers off air. Um, I think uh, there's another thing I needed to mention. I'm sure there's one of the recent animes has just been delayed by a week. I think it might have been Summertime Rendering um, oh. has had a week delay. Um, don't quote me on that. I'm trying to find it in the list, but it's so slow to load because our internet here is rubbish, which is why I haven't been streaming as much as I want. Um, the internet keeps dropping out. It's That's why I said, like, you know, with uh, using the connection to the house, it's... Not good sometimes, so apologies for that. Um, look, I'm pretty sure it was summertime rendering has a one-week delay, um, but uh, if it's not summertime rendering, then it's one of the main new shows this season, so it's it's not a sequel. I do remember that. Hey, it's Kyle here, just doing the editing for this episode, and I thought I'd pop in here and say that it's actually Uncle from Another World, which has had its anime delayed. Its fifth episode has been pushed back to August 17 due to COVID infections rising in the studios involved, which is Atelier Pondark. Uh, hopefully, they're all doing quite well, but fifth episode is just going to be delayed until August 17th, with the sixth and seventh episodes continuing on the 24th and 31st of August. And that's kind of it, unless anyone has anything else news-wise they think should be brought up. I'm turning into Dante. <laughs> is that newsworthy? No. <laughs> Kauai Fire Radio.
Well, I'd say that's where we're going to leave things for this episode, but we do tend to talk a lot of trash in the outro now, so <laughs> instead of doing it at the start... You've been listening to no, what? <laughs> you got to do last week. Last, last week? Last, the week man, before? Two, it's been week? three three weeks almost? Because we recorded early, straight after we went yeah, and saw we Princess Mononoke. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, next good. time, Aaron will be back in the studio, and yeah, Dot yeah. Hack will be indeed getting a good look at. Um, it's... Uh, Dot Hack Signs kind of shows its age, but some of the films are still really good looking. The Subverse Dub Wars shall rage again! <laughs> <laughs> you thought there was going to be a sub-dub war based on this week's episode. Yeah, it's really? yes, that's true. Well, because remember I said, I'm not sure about her voice in the chat, so I went and oh, then yeah. watched the Japanese. I'm like, no, it's, it's the same. It, mm. it does does match up. And Kenny's like, no, no war! <laughs> so Kaya, which is better, the sub or the dub? Answer um, quickly, your life may depend on this. Sub. Oh, okay. Look, um, I, I, I think Sub has more context for this one in particular. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, it helps because I'm learning Japanese. If I wasn't learning Japanese, I'd say it either way, whatever you prefer. But in this case, I think with the context, like some of the subtitles aren't what's mm. being said on screen. That is very uh-huh. true. <laughs> like, they're, they're not. That does happen. So you a lot, want to though. watch it dubbed with subtitles? Uh, no. 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 <laughs> that would be the worst of both worlds. With Japanese subtitles? Yeah, and then machine translate those into English. With no German context. dubbing. With German dubbing. Yeah, that'll be fantastic. It's, it'll be just great. It'll be great. Now, if you enjoyed what you've heard, subscribe buttons. You're strange. All those sort of things. So make sure you join us for extra episodes in the future. And if you are listening on YouTube, hit that like and subscribe button and let us know your thoughts in the comments section. And on that note, we do have those monthly anime-focused videos on the YouTube channel, so links in the description for that. Um, Patreon. I think we've toted that. I, th- I think we talked about Patreon. <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll just uh, bring up that we've got Grave Digging, Saucy Bootleg Figures, Mario... Kenny's made costume, cat brains, which we're sorry for, and picking locks. Um, <laughs> where what came, yeah, it's not a very nice story. I'm sorry. We I have love suggested my cat. alternatives to the use of cats in medical science. Yeah, potatoes. <laughs> mm, or a baggins. <laughs> What's this? Anyway. <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, there's, there's stuff on there. Go do it. There's Thank you to now. the Patreons who are supporting us. We love you very much for it. <laughs> Um, we're going to buy ourselves a pen. Yes, we make money. money off Patreon enough to buy a pen. It will be a. I actually haven't taken any of the money out of it Patreon. It's sitting there pen. for when we need it for the uh, probably the website or for uh, one of the major purchases we need going forward at the new studio. Oh yes, on that note, uh, I have walls. In like, I don't mean here. I, <laughs> not here, but I've got them. I've got them somewhere. No, um, the pad went down in December on the new house, and the walls have gone up. Um, in the past week, and the fence also came down. Um, so um, it's been uh, it's been very stormy here. It's very been very windy. stormy and wild, um, which is why I didn't do any videos this week because on the second floor here you can hear everything. It's, oh no! Yeah, it's very lucky. It's quiet today. Mm. Uh, yeah, that window rattles a lot in the storm. Ah, yeah, wicked. So it's it, <laughs> wicked. We are coming to no, you live from the middle of a hurricane. Of <laughs> That'd be, be good for like uh, the Halloween style episode Ooh, where it's yeah. a horror. It's like, <laughs> spooky. But we might already be in another house by then because so I we moved back in with my parents when we sold our house. And now we're living with my parents, who are also building, who are going to be moving in in the next two months. Uh-huh. And they're like, you can stay with us in the new house till your new house is done. 
So lots lot, of moving. Lots of moving. So we're going to move there, set up, and have even less room, <laughs> and then we'll eventually move into the real house. Um, so yeah, the the videos are going to get a bit weird, um, and we're hopefully going to be start live streaming the podcast. Mm. Yes, Skelly. And we're not going to put makeup on. We can set up the camera. Oh, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> so it's just behind Are you sure? me. I'm, I'm going full hobgoblin. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm going to go. I'll all be your emotionally su- emotional support goblins right here on the podcast for you. I love that term. I have to thank D, one of our former presenters, for it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you do want to join the Kawaii Fi community and see some of the dumb stuff we share on social media, um, go to the social media. Um, there will be memes. There'll be memes. And the Cosplay Summit, which, you know, will already be up there yes. once uh, this podcast goes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tiki Toki, Discord. I don't know what else we'll be throwing on, but whatever it shows up, we'll do it. I think that's it. That's it. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yay. You, you got to say it. Uh, do, do you want to say it? No, no, I don't. Do you want to say it? Do you want to say it? No. No. Okay, all right. No. No, none of us are going to say it. No. Should, we, should we do it in sync? Yes. All right. You've been listening to Kawaii Fi. <laughs> You've been listening to Kawaii Fi Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, watch the anime. <laughs> gotcha. You're banned. <laughs>